you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Uh, I feel like we should put like a, like a door slamming and we should call it like lockdown edition. That's right. Uh, you know, <laughs> something like that. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How about you? Hanging in there. Uh, we are into uh, another yet another week of coronavirus activities. And, you know, I, I was thinking about it. We were talking about how we were going to approach these different shows. And it's like most of everything we say is going to like be obsolete 10 minutes later or even 10 seconds later. Uh, we kind of mentioned that last week. So I thought what we would do is we'd try to have kind of a normal podcast uh, topic this week. We teed it up last week that we were going to talk about stages of retirement. Uh, so I think we'll go ahead and go through with that. But we'll maybe work in some current life paradigm <laughs> in the in the conversation, if that's all right Absolutely. with you. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Well, before we do, uh, last week I did not get a chance to do the email questions because we spent the whole episode on just the new life that we're living in with the coronavirus. So I want to backtrack real fast, Phil, before we sure. get into all that and hit those email questions for those listeners that sent them in. And so we've got uh, – Jason was in Farmington. And he said, Phil, is it wise for me to own some gold in my portfolio? Uh, I'll bet you those commercials are everywhere right now. Yeah, uh, that's kind of a hot topic. Right yeah. Now. He uh, wants to know, is, oh, I'm sorry. He wants to know what percentage is appropriate. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's a question I get from clients all the time. Okay. And it's, um, you know, it, it's one of those things you got to be careful. And I, and I always ask, why do you want it? You know, why, what's your purpose <laughs> of having gold? Right. You know, well, and if, <laughs> if it's about hedging against, you know, yeah market volatility like this absolutely having a small percentage but as with any investment it's just that you know yeah. maybe five to ten i mean ten percent's huge right to me of an allocation into gold just one precious metal well we typically hear five percent of any one thing is a good number right but yeah. I, I imagine jason's probably thinking you know in this time that we're in you know should i and I, i've heard people do this well i'm gonna move totally to gold because that's the only thing that's gonna survive you know yada yada you know well it's and that gets to my point that's why i always ask the question why do you want it right because if if you want it because that's the only thing that's going to survive in the apocalypse or whatever if, you, if <laughs> right. that's your if that's your worry right then having gold in your portfolio by owning GLD or you know having SLV for silver whatever it is that right. the paper gold right it's going to do you absolutely no good it's no different because that is not real money right. or precious metals that you can ever go down to your custodian and say okay give me my gold because right. I don't have it yeah exactly you know yeah. so that's why I was kind of dig into that a little yeah. further and, and if if that is really your concern then you better own the physical the physical precious item. metal well let's let's spend a quick second so, on that so if he's looking at it from the standpoint because we don't know he didn't mention it's just an investment you know just owning in precious metals uh same rules apply though we still want to stay in that five no more than ten absolutely yeah, yeah i mean it's is with any investment you don't want to overweight it yeah okay you know right. otherwise you're maybe trying to time a market and yeah 
there's time because I always get that from class. Oh yeah, but it's a real stable, good investment. And I'll pull it up and say, okay, well, let's take a look at it. It mm -hmm. is more volatile than the S and P. Gotcha. It's just crazy looking at the volatility in, in any precious metal. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. a commodity. No, true. Very true. Well, Jason, there you go. Hopefully that helps. No more than five or 10 is, is Phil's thoughts on that. But again, of course, you want to talk with your advisor. You want to make sure that whatever you're doing, it works within a, a well thought out plan. Uh, and if you are kind of, uh, a bit of a doomsday kind of type of person. If that's the question, the physical item might be, I don't know, I, I might say bullets and butter would get you farther than a chunk <laughs> of gold. That's right. Well, and, and having physical precious metals brings a whole other set of challenges because- yeah. We get to shave off a little piece to try to barter for well, some exactly. bread. <laughs> how are you, you going to spend it? It's going to be a small denomination. Secondly yeah. is you better be quiet that you have it yeah. because if- yeah we're into that stage, everyone right. knows you've got it. You're in trouble. Right. And yeah. Exactly. There's a whole nother. Yeah. And I just don't think that's, I just don't think we're going to be there by any means. Um, but yeah. you know, that, yeah. that's, although to don't, you know, somebody who's listening might say, well, you know, this is like a sci-fi movie already. So who knows? But yeah, I mean, who would have thought we were going to see this kind of a market the way we have right now? So, yeah, yeah. Right. And San Francisco, cities locking down. and all Locking that. Yeah, down, yeah. yeah. So interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I still feel like uh, we're going to come around this the other side. I still, I'm still, i being very positive. I, oh, uh, I do too. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I haven't seen anything yet that says this is getting us to that stage. But. Right, right. All right. And our next question is uh, coming to us from Northville and it's from Phil. Phil, did you send your own question in? <laughs> Absolutely. It's the question I've had. I was hoping somebody would answer it for me. So. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Phil at Northville says the coronavirus scare has me convinced that the market will keep crashing uh, over and over. Well, he's sort of right. It kind of has so far. It, it, yeah, it's, um, it's been tumbling down. It's so. been tumbling down and it go up and it come down and it come up and come down. Uh, I'm ready to move everything to cash right now. What's your thoughts, Phil? Well, th that's always the question is, okay, when you're going to do that, you're locking in that the, loss. The Everyone, losses, like, yeah. it, it's a paper loss. And sure. I mean, it, technically it is, right? You haven't lost it until you lock it in. I mean, if, right. if the you sell down, out, now you don't have the it. shares to come back. Right. But my concern with that is don't, if you're making that reaction, it should have been made on a, some kind of a plan base. You know, you, you have either a manager, we've got a lot of managers that do take risk off positioning, okay. but they're running strategies and algorithms and background making technical decisions as to when they're doing that. And also a technical decision is when they're getting back in. Right. Right. You know, if you're making a, an emotional decision, just jump out. Unfortunately, yeah. nine times out of 10, that's probably the wrong decision long-term. Now I, mean, I don't want to discourage you from doing that. And then sure. the market drops another 20%, but yeah, it's, it's talk to your advisor, have a plan. Part of a strategy, right? Yeah, it's gotta be part of a strategy yeah. long-term of, of how are you going to handle risk in your portfolio? Yeah, I mean, because think about it like this, Phil. I mean, in the time we're you know talking and doing this podcast, we saw it drop the initial, I don't know, it was a 7% the first week, and then we had a rebound of, a, of like a 5% day, and then we saw like a 10% drop, and then we had a 1,300-point up day. I mean, when were you it's going to do it? When were you going to be right? And how were you going right. to know that you were – it's lower now than it was the first week or the second week. I mean, you know, so – Right. You know, yeah, and I mean, it's this isn't anything new. Look back at 2008, right. you know. What did you do then? Now you're, you know, how many years older at this stage? Yeah, exa so exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah, this is twelve point. years later. Yeah. You know, so now it's a whole other ball game for you. Maybe you can leads right into kind of what we were talking about today. Those stages of retirement depends yeah. on where you're on that stage. But hopefully, you plan for right. risk in a portfolio. Right. I mean, it's, right. This isn't something that should have caught you by surprise. You right. Know? I mean, exactly. I mean, timing. No one's expecting it. No one's right. wanting it to happen. I think we all kind of forgot that markets do go through. 
pretty volatile times. That's a great point. <laughs> That's a great point. I mean, we, 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 we've been saying Phil for a while that we, you know, on the show we've been saying not that we're prognosticators by any means, but we've simply been saying that 2020 was going to be a rough Rocky year just from the presidential election and some other things. Correct. And yeah. going into an 11th year of a bull run. I mean, there was just a lot of indicators that things could be a little dicey. Now, no one saw this virus thing coming out of left field and just, you know, Chew, uh, right, you right. Know, all this stuff. right into a tailspin. But right. It's, but, yeah. you know, so yeah, uh, hopefully uh, again, a long-term or a strategy was in place and actually, you know, Phil, keep listening, not our Phil, but the Phil that sent the question, keep listening because we're going to talk about these stages that we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So a lot of times now I'm, I'm just shy of 50 Phil. So I'm in a different stage than yep. like my brother who's 61, right? So we're going to talk about stages. So let's start with that 15 year window and look at it from a couple of things to think about. First, give us a couple of things. If life was normal and you're 15 years out from retirement, what are a couple of things we should start to think about have on our radar for eventual retirement? If we assume that the average age would be 65. Yeah. I mean, the first thing is just really starting to give it thought, you know, because it's, it's one of those things that it happens way quicker than you ever anticipated. Okay. Um, I mean, I think back of kids, right? I mean, they're right. born and you're thinking, oh, they're so cute. And all of a sudden they graduate from college and get married. Same thing with retirement. I mean, 15 years out might seem like, oh, it's a long time. I don't have to worry about it. But you need to have a plan of, okay, what are the different income streams? Do I have a pension? You know, social security, where does that fit in? How much guaranteed type of income do I want? So you have some time to start planning and positioning. And that's actually the your biggest advantage, somebody at that stage, you have time. You know, you can now make some changes and, and better set your course for what that's going to look like. Right. Um, okay. So, and maybe start to better understand risk in your portfolio because now you're getting at one of those points where, you know, as we get into the corrections, like we've seen, you know, now getting into this bear market, how long is it going to take to recover back out of this before we're growing again off the, the high point we were before? So, well, okay. And so let's add that into the mix. If we're in pre-retirement stage, like myself, if we're 15 years out right now, the market being down this far may be an amazing opportunity of once in a lifetime that I might not see again for me to, or people in similar situations as me, again, within conjunctions of a plan and working with an advisor, yep. but to consider investing in a way uh, for the future, because I've got 15 years. So hopefully we're going to go up. Right. Yeah. Again, and that's obviously none of us know markets historically always go up long term. Right. I mean, it's not a, a straight up by any means. Every, you know, we all, I think, realize that um, it's a volatile ride. But if you have time, you've got 15 years, just understanding what your comfort level is with risk. Because to me, risk, the biggest danger with risk is thinking you're more risky than you are getting into the market like we are today and realizing that wasn't my comfort level and jumping out. Right. Cause now it, it didn't work for you at all. You right. actually hurt yourself. Okay. So, uh, but just a better understanding of, of risk and really what you're comfortable with and how that positions in your, your plan. Yeah. And, and again, folks, you know, we, we, we talk about a lot of things in a general term here and we kind of try to bring some useful nuggets, but by in no means am I saying that everybody who's 15 years out should jump into the market, but it is something that you probably should at least be considering. And again, talking with your advisor, if you're not working with an advisor, work with one on a plan because we are in those beginning stages. And again, this is like kind of stage one, if you will, level one, that 15 year window out from retirement. Would you agree, Phil? Yeah. And that's where I think most people really start to, to think about it, you know, again, not to put people in specific buckets, so to speak, or right. ages, but I mean, usually somebody is in their, their fifties. Now their kids are probably through college, you know, or into college. So they're, 
they've gotten through all those stages and now they're starting to see, okay, retirement is the next thing I got to start focusing on. Right. You know? So exactly. it becomes a little bit more clear. There's a, a little bit more of a, a timeline. And so if we're in that 15 year window, okay, we, we're thinking about some of those things. Again, let's go back and say regular life. Things have gotten back to normal. Hopefully we're starting to rebound. We're growing back again. Uh, so we just want to start to, to decrease that risk. We want to, because of things like this that could happen when we're later on. Yeah, uh, and yeah. we want to assess, assess those uh, those streams of where we're, we're going to start thinking about where is the money coming from once we get to retirement. So then let's jump forward, Phil, five years and go to 10 years from retirement. Call it 55, 57, whatever you want to call it, but somewhere in that range. Yeah, so now it's getting a little closer. You're, you're probably visualizing it a little bit more maybe and seeing, okay, yeah, it's now 10 years. It's getting close. Right. Start to understand those sources of income. We talked about them in the beginning as general concepts of what they could be, but now hopefully you've got a better understanding of, of what they might be if your company does have a pension mm-hmm. still. You know, what is that going to be for you? Right. It's unfortunately probably frozen. There's not many companies that have pensions that are still growing it. So you you probably have a pretty decent idea of what that is. True. Start to look what your social security benefit would be, you know, and then understand how the, the next 10 years of work could change potentially that benefit. Yeah. Cause you're, we're probably in our max earning years in that 50 to 60 yep. window, 50, 57 window, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty typical. Again, you're probably in the max earning years and, and that's going to potentially weigh heavily, more heavily into your social security benefit, depending right. on where your earnings history are. And that's a whole nother discussion to get into, but right. understanding how social security works and then, and then how that plays out. Okay. And maybe now getting a little bit more serious about what is that retirement age? What do you, you know, what do you want to do? Yeah. Is Start it, is it 65? Is it 67? Right. 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 And I mean, there's no magical age. It isn't necessarily 65 is the day or 62 or whatever it is. Right. I mean, it, it is whatever it is for you. What are you comfortable with? Well, and you know, and, and again, we're going to, we're going to talk about regular topics, but we'll, we'll weave back in the current life that we're in. And so for some folks, they could be feeling as though this could set them back a couple of years. Again, working with an advisor, having a plan will help you also determine that. Uh, is the effects of the coronavirus, whether it's three months, six months, nine months, a year, whatever, what does or could it set you back? If any, it may, it may not. Absolutely. And it comes back to, again, understanding risk in the portfolio and again, how we position it, we bucketize money. You know, so a lot of times clients think, well, I, I shouldn't be doing, when should I do that? Maybe it's not till right at retirement. And this kind of market is the challenge for that, because if you waited until then, you know, now you're riding hundred percent in the, the stock market, you're down 30%. We haven't maybe seen the bottom yet. Who knows? Right. Um, how long is it going to take you to get back to even before you even start growing again? You right. Know? So you need right. to, again, understand your time horizon. You know, when are you going to start needing the money? Now to start funding that that soon bucket, we call it, where you're going to plan on spending from in that early stage of retirement. Right. And we talked a little bit about those buckets on the prior show where we were just yep. addressing the uh, the coronavirus and, you know, the fact that, you know, people that were in that first bucket were not seeing the losses because that was the money that they were going to be needing immediately or soon. Yep. It's more of that later bucket. And so you still do have time. And, you know, if we're addressing the coronavirus in the in the room, kind of the elephant in the room, if you will, uh, hopefully if we, as we rebound or hopefully we do rebound and you are in that 15 or 10 years out from retirement, there's still quite a bit of time. I, I, same thing with my brother, he's 61. He's, he's noticeably concerned, but everything he had was in a traditional 401k. And he, I think it was in a target date fund for 2035. So his yeah. risk should have been hopefully being mitigated a little bit because he's getting closer, but there was still probably a decent amount because he still has, you know, a, a few years to go. 
right? Sure. And that's how those work, right, Phil? Yeah, they I mean those automatically adjust and, and become more conservative, more towards the bond allocation. Right. Um, you know, we, personally, we we like to bucketize the money and, mm-hmm. and kind of split those pieces apart and put right, them more conservative right. in that separate bucket to spend. But right. yeah, that's the goal. Is, that's the goal. You know, having money positioned for the beginning stages of retirement. Mm-hmm. So. You're not having to move back your retirement date just because we went through some kind of market. Right. And, and hopefully not. And, and all of that kind of comes back to, again, working through the process. Uh, so for these stages of retirement, now, you know, like I said, we started off with stage one, if you will, 15 years out, stage two, 10 years out, you know, having those conversations, working through those environments and finding out where you fall uh, post apocalypse and, and yep. pre and post, if you will. All right. So let's go to five years out, Phil. Let's hit, let's say we're just 60. If we're again, if we're calling 65, the, the median age, um, yep. we're 60. What are we doing now? So hopefully by now you've got a good plan in place. I mean, you, you ironed out all the pieces. I mean, one of the, the pieces really is what does that retirement look like to you? You know, cause there's, that's different for everyone. And probably the biggest error I see in retirement planning is people underestimating what they think they're going to need. You know, which right, I mean, right. if you if you think you only need thirty thousand a year, and that's what your Social Security benefits are, then hey, you've got a great plan. But the reality is, that's probably not going to happen unless your version of retirement is sitting home and doing absolutely nothing. Right. You right. know, so <laughs> and we're doing that now. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, we're kind of getting forced into that now. Right. In some right. states, at least. Yeah, so. In some places. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's what is that vision of retirement for you? What you know? Do you want to maintain your current lifestyle? Do you travel? hobbies. What does all that look like? Yeah. You know, so you've got to have a good handle on that. Starting to understand your income plan. Where's my income coming from? You know, so having a, a great plan, mapping it out to say, okay, this is, we talked about the buckets earlier, but that stages of retirement, where my money's coming from at various stages. You know, and Phil, we've been, you know, we've been doing this show for months now and, and we've been saying all, you know, for a long time, and, you know, this is what you do every day, but, you know, having a well thought out and, and strategic plan goes a long way for both good and bad times. And of course, we're certainly, that's certainly being tested like never before right now, but it's, right. again, you just can't overstress that. And I think, it's amazing to me and you know, I'll just, you know, call it like it is. We had such a run that people forgot. They tr- we truly kind of forgot about 0809 oh, yeah. and and this has punched us in the face. Uh, it's re- recency bias, right? I mean, we only like to we only remember what happened more recent and Yeah. Our experience, well, I mean, the last 18 months has been pretty volatile, but Oh, I mean, yeah, uh, it was definitely. Yeah. Uh, we've definitely our, our vision of the market has been more up than it's been down. Right. And very I mean, true. Very true. I think we and, all lost sight of the fact that the markets move in, in cycles. Right? Yeah. This is, we've been on a huge run for a long time. And they can be certainly temperamental. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. You don't know when they're going to happen or what's going to take it. Right. Down. And, and, as know, we've again, definitely seen. I mean, I've, I've been telling clients for the last couple of years, it's like this market is extremely nervous. It's not going to take much. <laughs> in my mind to throw it over the edge right. as we've seen. I mean, it's, and, and a know, pandemic certainly, uh, yeah, certainly that, did that, it. that was enough to really tip it quick. So <laughs> what you would think, okay, well, at least, at least if anything, you know, it's like, well, we can say that at least it was a good call. Like it was, yeah, you know, it, it was, wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't regardless of your political affiliation, you still have to think it's funny. It, regardless, it wasn't like a random tweet. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that did it. Uh, from whom headline news. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, yeah, it was, uh, con- Flux of craziness that's been going on. All right. Well, so, you know, we're going through the stages, Phil. We're getting tight on time. I'm going to wrap this up. So basically, you know, we're at retirement. At this point, everything should be worked out. When you get to retirement day, you should really have all this stuff sorted out. Absolutely. Ideally. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't, then 
if something like this is happening, you should be concerned. You it are might, scrambling. That, then it might change your retirement date. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you might have to change plans because yeah. you haven't prepared for it. You yeah. know, and it's something that, like I said before, retirement sneaks up on most people. You don't think about it, but you need to start planning it out because now you're you're taking control. You have the advantages if you started to put the pieces in play, so that once we get to these various stages, you're set. Yeah. You know, actions have been taken, income streams are positioned, you're ready to, to enter that stage of retirement. Hopefully you've been able to plan it out that way and it's worked that way. I mean, unfortunately some people don't, they um, end up getting early retirement and they weren't planning on it. Right. But, you know, depending on where that happens to, maybe you've, you've got that at least contingency built into the plan and had that discussion at least of what it looks like. Right. And procrastination, you know, it gets the better of all of us. We're all human. It's understandable. Yep. Uh, and at times like we are in certainly reminds us as to, you know, and then we all have that man, I should have and should have, could have, would have. We all know it. We all go through it. It does, you know, don't beat yourself up too much, but don't also sit around on the laurels in any longer either and think, well, oh, well, what am I going to do now? Because the bottom's already gone. So I might as well just continue to do nothing. That's the worst that's, thing. That's exactly. Yeah. You know, there's an old adage, when's the right time to plant a tree? And it's now. It's, right. Yeah, you're not going to get the shade from it today, but right. You right. Know, if you don't do it today, you're not going to have it in five years anyway. So exactly. Exactly. If you haven't done anything, start now. Start now. I mean, yes, please. <laughs> you have to start with where you're at. Yeah. You can't change the fact. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, but have a plan of where it's going to take you from here. And, and you know, a lot of people get different advice. Like, well, you didn't do anything. You were, you know, you had a lot at risk. You've lost a lot. You got no choice now but to write it out. You know, there's so many different things out there that people are saying, and you're hearing all sorts of stuff. And, and like we said before, that you know, buy Charmin, you know, it's, you know, stock because <laughs> it's the great TP run or whatever. Uh, and that don't folks, that's not advice, and we're just talking here. But, um, <laughs> but whatever the the thing is that you're hearing right now. Put it in a plan with an advisor and work through it. If you think that Charmin is the place to be, great. But share that with your advisor before you take any action. Talk yeah, with yeah, an get advisor. A, get a second opinion. Get a yeah, second and, opinion and, and all those kinds of things. And like Phil said, don't wait to plant the tree. Plant it now. Um, we'll let you guys get up out of here. We've been on this podcast for a number of minutes now. But we'll just want to remind folks that even in this time right now when things are going on, if you're a little gun shy about getting out or you're doing your part and you're staying at home and all those kinds of things that we're doing, you can still talk with an advisor. You can still work through a planning process or make adjustments to a plan you may have had. All that stuff can be done telecommunication-wise, can be done virtually. Uh, there's secure portals for transferring sensitive documents. There's video conferencing. It's what Phil and I are doing right now. We're looking at each other on the webcams and yep. having a conversation, and I'm seeing cars go by, and he's checking out my guitars on the wall. And you know, All that stuff can be done. So reach out. Let them know. 248-888-7530 is how you call them to start the process. To 248-888-7530. Just say, hey, Phil, I need some help. And where do we go from here? They'll be happy to work with you and get you started at AFS Wealth Management. Uh, as always, please subscribe to the podcast. Hopefully you enjoy our, our conversations and chats and share them with folks who may uh, benefit from that as well. We make it really easy for you to do, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, you can find us anywhere. Simply type in Phil's Tax Hacks, uh, search that out, or just go to his website and subscribe that way, which is AFS Wealth mgt.com that's afs wealth mgt.com phil my friend thanks for your time bud thanks have a great day i appreciate you as always hopefully uh he's always Likewise. so see folks he, you don't get to see this but he's always so smiley he's such a smiley guy so yeah you got to you, you got know? to hey. that's right 
That's right. Get there's on. There's always a bright side. There's always a bright side. That's right. We'll find it and, and we'll keep searching for it until we do. Stay Absolutely. safe, folks. Don't forget to check on your loved ones and all that good stuff. And uh, please don't buy all the toilet paper. Leave some for other folks. <laughs> That's right. Leave some for everyone else. As <laughs> well. All right, Phil. I'll see you in a couple weeks, bud. All right. Take, take time. care. Take care, folks. We'll see you next time right here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.